Welcome to the Contact Podcast. Welcome in to the Call to Act podcast. If this is your very first time tapping in, whether it be on YouTube or Apple or Spotify, thank you for spending a little bit of time with us today. Hopefully this conversation will be a blessing to you. Hopefully the Holy Spirit will speak through us and allow us to uh, just encourage you throughout this conversation. Today, I'm joined once again. It's been a little while since he's been on, but my brother Jake with a Y. Jake, what's going on, bro? It's good, man. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, man. This is we've been talking about doing this for like at least this whole calendar year. It could I, honestly, it could have been back to November. Honestly, yeah, yeah, because so. that's we. So yeah, we we'll have one on the way with me, Jake, and one other person. I'm not going to say who it is right now, but we're wanting to do. Should I tell them what the episode is going to be about? The March Madness, or yeah, might as well. So whenever um, I felt led to do the Who Is Jesus series, I wanted to do after I got done like a break because that series was so heavy and just have an episode where it's just like fun, you know? And so like me, Jake and, uh, I can just say his, I'll just say his name, put him on the spot. God body. Yeah. Now he has no choice, but to get on the pod. Yeah. He's ducking us. That's the whole issue. <laughs> uh, so me, Jake and God body are going to do an episode where we do kind of like a March madness type thing, but with the NBA, and so I won't go into great detail what the episode is going to be about, but that's that's on the way. But we started talking about doing that last year after I got done with the Who is Jesus series, but just different things started happening. I couldn't do it this week. You know, God buddy couldn't do it one week. Jay couldn't do it one week. So it was just like something that kind of snowballed, but that's going to be on the way. But anyways, um, yeah, we got Jake on today. We got a lot to talk about. I know a lot's been going on with Jake and his life. Um, when you came on the first time, y'all didn't have the baby yet, right? No, my life is completely different from the last time. Yeah, that was last your first time I was on. Yeah, that was my first podcast ever, and now I'm looking at well, this is probably like my seventh or eighth, something like that. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Popularity. Now, man, I- no, 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 that was um, yeah, my 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 daughter was not born yet, so that would have been before September. Yeah, I don't remember when it was off the top of my head, but um, it's it's cool how God connects people and stuff because there's been a few people that the Lord has allowed me to meet through doing this, that like instantly there was like that kindred spirit connection type thing. And uh, you're one of those people for me. And like, we've probably, since we've met, we've probably talked, I don't know about every day, but I'd say at least four or five days a week. It's at it's, least it's, the weekends near, kind of, it's near every day. Yeah. 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 It's near every day. Weekends are kind of hard. Cause Jake does his thing on the weekend with his family, obviously as, as it should be. And um, I hang out with my family, Begrudgingly, no, no, I'm just kidding. Don't, don't, don't sound so sad about it. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, I told my wife the other day that because um, somebody had asked us to go on a double date with him, uh-huh. and I said honestly, um, I would rather hang out with my kids on a bad day where they're being horrible, where they haven't had naps, where they're tired, they're just whining and complaining. I'd rather hang out with them on a bad day than hang out with some other couple you know what i'm saying yeah um just because i you know they do get big so quick and they do like the personalities change so much so quickly but anyway um so i'm going to give you the option because anytime i have a recurring guest i've only had a few people that have been on multiple times but um you know the last time you were on we did the big three um so i'm going to give you the option you can either choose to do the big three again or we could do what's up where you just kind of tell a story about 
whatever. It could be a random story, something that happened to you last week or when you were five years old or whatever. So you can choose. I'm going to do big three because I kind of feel like the questions today kind of go towards what I would say and what's up anyways. So okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I thought you were going to say the questions that I sent you were the ones that would be with the big three. And I was like, no, you, you, you don't no. know. They're random. Um, all right. So go to movie as a kid. Go to movie as a kid. Oh, yeah. We talked about this yes the other day, actually. <laughs> um, it was actually Space Jam and then um, Glory Road. I would watch those two movies on repeat. I'm trying to think if there was any more. I like the movie Brink since I'm going to I'm going to take it out of basketball. You ever seen the movie Brink? I never heard of it. It's like a skating movie. I don't oh, okay. I even tell you what it was about now, but I used to watch that movie all the time. I can see it in my mind, but I can't even remember the plot of the movie. But um, yeah. I would say Space Jam and Glory Road, though, were my two big ones. I used to watch those on repeat. Is that the one with the, um, it's like a women roller skating team? No, they're just like a group of, a group of kids that they skate competitively and then they huh. skate. But it's just like a movie about their lives. That's just, it popped into my head. But now I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, did I watch it that many times? But for some reason, it popped into my head. So I must have watched it a lot of times. But. I remember them doing like competitive roller skating and stuff like that. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, is that yeah. like a Disney Channel movie? Yeah, it's a Disney movie. Okay. That may- actually, now that you say that, that might ring a bell because I used to watch. We, you know, we can't let our kids watch that stuff now. Disney now with the way that they're steering the ship. I don't. But, I don't even keep up with Disney at all. Yeah, you're probably. That's probably wise to do. I wouldn't let your. I wouldn't put a Disney movie on unless it's an older one. And put your daughter down in front of it and walk away. <laughs> yeah. We're so. trying to like, she really, I don't know how long this is going to last, but she only gets to watch educational. You ever heard of Gracie's Corner? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She watches Gracie's Corner and NBA. And that's, that's about it. Other, other than that, she's watching whatever is in front of her in terms of she's watching us or she's watching her toys. We don't really put her in front of a screen too much. Yeah. But. Yeah. That's a good thing. So uh, question number two, and this is one that you've told me before. I forget the name, but I'll remember when you say it. Favorite ice cream spot. So this is a Midwest place. It's called Brahms. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I love Brahms. Like, Brahms is my vice. I shouldn't like Brahms as much as I do, honestly. Um, it's literally like a mile from our house. Uh, there was one in my hometown. What's great about Brahms, though, man, I could talk about Brahms forever. What's great about Brahms is that they have they own their own dairy farms. So all their beef, all their ice cream, all that stuff is made. They kind of cut out the middleman, so I can go get like a burger, fries, and some ice cream for like seven fifty eight dollars, which is cheap nowadays. Yeah, and it'll fill you up. But when I was a kid, you're looking at like five fifty six dollars. So I love Brahms, man. But my wife likes this place. Have you? Do you guys have Andy's? No. What is like, is it ice cream? Like frozen custard. No. All they sell is ice cream. Yeah. Uh, most of the places I, I would probably say you don't even have. So, yeah, probably not. Probably not. We have like, there's some ice cream places that are like everything here is like chain. I don't know that there's any standalone. Is that chain? Andy's. Either of those places that you mentioned. Yeah, Brahms is like in Kansas, uh, Missouri, Oklahoma, Texas. Andy's. Uh, okay. I don't know too much about Andy's. I didn't find Andy's till I moved up here, so I'm really not sure. We got stuff like, you know, obviously Dairy Queen. But we've got like, yeah. um, what is that place called? Um, like marble slab ice cream. We got Clumpy's, Ben or Jerry, that kind of stuff. I've never heard of any of that. 
I know, ben, ben and I know Ben and Jerry's because they sell oh, it ben up the store, Jerry's. but I didn't know I didn't know that was a ice cream place. I thought it was just like a kind of ice cream at the store. Yeah, no, they got they got. There's one here downtown Chattanooga, but mm. we don't ever go to it because we don't agree with uh, their stance. So we're uh, staying away from Ben and Jerry. <laughs> I, <have no laughs> idea. I don't know what you're talking about. So. All, all you'd have to do is look up their names, and then you would you would know what I'm saying. Um, all right, so question number three, and this one's kind of funny, I think. Uh, why do you hate Toby Mac so much? Dang. <laughs> the people want to know. The people, nobody wants to know. Everybody wants to know. I don't hate Toby Mac. We need to get Toby on the pod so I can publicly apologize. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, the highlight of his career. Yeah, someday it might. It might someday. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't hate. This is the thing. Okay, so Donovan's making fun of me because... Every time I hear Toby Mac, I turn it off and I tell people to turn it off. It's because my mom growing up, she figured out I was into like secular rap. And so she tried really hard to find Christian rap. And so she would like force me to listen to it. Like she'd put it on the stereo at home. She'd put it in the car. Uh, she bought me like this, like, you know, that that dance dance game. But there was like a Christian mm-hmm. version. Yeah, she oh, bought yeah. me that and it had like Toby Mac on it. And I was just like, I never want to hear Toby Mac ever again. <laughs> And so it's not that I hate Toby Mac. I was just when I got older, I was like, I'm never listening to this dude. But I actually went back and listened to him, and I f- didn't realize how many songs I actually had memorized. But, yeah, his stuff is very. It is very catchy. Yeah. A lot of this stuff, like the Momentum album and stuff like that. But so Irene, your parents, Irene was always my yeah. favorite. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. But, the um, so like you hear stories sometimes about parents, like they'll catch their kids smoking. And they'll just make them smoke a bunch of cigarettes to try to make them yeah. not ever do it again. So that's what your mom did with you, with Toby Mac. <laughs> I don't know. Not really the same. She just like, she was like, so well, because she knew I was going to, because she, at one point she took away and wiped all the, because you, do you remember LimeWire? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She like wiped all that off somehow. And I just got another one and did it again. And then she yeah. found it again. She was like, well, he's just going to keep doing this. So I'm just going to try to find a more positive outlet. And I just was so against it that. <laughs> I just had some kind of <laughs> grudge against Toby Mac. So yeah, we, we'll get Toby on the pod one day and I'll tell him personally. I was like, I used to hate you, my guy, but I promise I don't anymore. He, uh, I, I hung out with B Chris not that long ago. Like we went to lunch and stuff. And like, if you're listening to this right now, you don't know who B Chris is. We, we do a thing, um, with lives. I would think probably most people that listen to this know about the lives, but I do a thing with lives where people submit their music. And then either me or Jake or me and Godbody or me and Antoine will do a live on Instagram and break down their music. And that's how I met B Chris and B Chris actually lives like 30 minutes away from me. And so we met up and went to lunch and he was talking about how he's been to a couple of churches or he's reached out to a couple of churches to like come and uh, speak at and do music at. And they're like, yeah, we let our kids listen to rap music. And then he gets there and it's like Toby Mac. And he's like, yeah, this ain't rap music. (laughs) He'll be hating on Minio now. No, I'm not hating, hating on Minio. I just know he's like mainstream Christian rap. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I actually found one of his CDs today. We went to a used bookstore, and it was like 93 cents. The really? Uncomfortable album. And I was like, I'm losing money if I don't buy this. So yeah. I bought it. But <laughs> yeah, so anyway. All right, so like you said, um, like a lot of th- everything, well, pretty much everything's different, or a lot of things have been changing since last time you've been on. So um since the last time you've been on obviously you had a child you guys have had some things that y'all been talking about doing 
um not just musically wise when i say y'all i mean you and your wife not just mm-hmm. musically wise but like location and everything like that so you know it's the start of february what are you thinking like 2024 like what are you what are you trying to do what am i trying to do yeah well are you talking to music or are you talking about life wherever you want to go okay well i guess it kind of ties together I think 2024 is going to be a big year, to be honest with you. Um, I think God's been talking to me about some things. Um, This will kind of be my big announcement for everybody. I'm moving to Atlanta, Georgia in July of 2024. So we're going to visit there in June. Uh, We're going to try to spend a couple weeks down there. Probably go see y'all in Chattanooga for a couple of days and then hit Atlanta. And then we want to go to Savannah. We've actually been talking about Godbody, about the possibility of them meeting us in uh, Savannah. So, yeah, we're going to we're going to go down there with the intent to like we're going to have a security deposit and a down payment and all that to rent a house. Um, I said down payment. We're going to have a security deposit ready to yeah, the first month's rent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that's big because, you know, my wife supports my dreams a lot. And this is like the ultimate show of support, her picking up her life and us picking up our kid and us moving 14 hours away. For the all that don't know, I live in Wichita, Kansas. So it's not a small, it's not like I'm going from Florida to Georgia, you know, I think it's 14 hours. So, um, but to backtrack on that, we didn't, God told us we were moving and he basically made us give him his yes before give it made us give him his yet our yes before we even knew where we were moving to. So that was a big show of faith for us. That was a scary time. Um, I was hitting you guys up in the group like, hey, we need prayers because, you know, we were stressed out because God told us like, hey, you guys are going to move in the summer before he told us where we were going to move. So that was kind of a stressful time. But he's revealed to us in multiple different ways where it's going to be. And I 100% believe that's for my music. So I think my life and my music journey kind of coincide with each other i think we're going down there to make yeah. something happen so you know i'm gonna keep doing my thing down here keep being consistent on the content and all that but i think the move and us showing him and giving a, him our full yes is really what's gonna take things to the next level yeah as far as as far as just the music goals go though um i'm not gonna put any labels on what i'm gonna do in 2024 i do think it's gonna be a big year i think this could be the year where i quit my job honestly that's the way i look at it but in terms of like what I'm going to do this month and this month, I don't know. Um, I have a lot of music in the vault. Um, I'm writing more. I just wrote two more songs that I need to record. And I've talked to people in like 2024 is my year of creation, I think. Um, and God's going to do with that what he sees fit. But this is the year where I just need to create a lot of music. Because like for those of y'all that don't know, I came from the secular side. So I had about 25 secular songs at one point out. And I went back and deleted about half of them. So if you go on my page, as far as Christian tracks go, I got like eight of them. And so I feel like this is the year where I need to get just a lot of Christian content out there because like Spotify is still confused on if I'm secular or Christian because there's still more (laughs) secular songs. So even though it was like three years ago, they're still like, oh, this is still on here. You know, what, what, what do you label yourself as? So, um, I think this is the year where I need to draw that line in the sand and let everybody know when it comes to like, when they go to my page, there's no confusion on what's going on. And, um, which if you go on my Instagram page, there's no confusion. But if you find my Spotify, like I said, it's going to have some secular songs on there. Cause I feel like God told me to keep them. So, but 
yeah this is just a year of creation and dropping a lot of music i want to drop i'm not going to put a number on it like i said but it's somewhere anywhere from like 25 to 50 songs that's my that's my goal yeah. so yeah that's a lot that's a lot maybe an ep in there somewhere or something like yeah, that yeah maybe if we blow up maybe an album you never know Hmm. yeah yeah uh, lord willing we're praying about that i mean there's um there's a lot going on behind the scenes and obviously there's a lot that we don't have time to cover all of it, but like specifically for me and Jake personally, like I said, God, I do know God has brought us together, like the um, brotherhood that we have and stuff like that. And then Jake, I think I'm okay to say, do you know what I'm about to say? Yeah. yeah what you asked yeah, me? Yeah. yeah. I'm cool to say that. Yeah. Or do you want to? No, you can say it. So um, I don't remember when it was, it was late last year. Um, Jake asked me to be his manager and God body is pretty much like, you know, Jake's producer. And so, um, we're, we're really like <clears throat> when Jake moves down this way, we're going to try to do things. And if I'm, if I'm saying anything that you want to say, just stop me and then I'll edit it out. And then no, I'll just add to whatever, whatever you say. Yeah. Um, okay. So when, when Jake moves down this way, we feel like the Lord has called us to try to make an impact where we can, whether it be at, you know, events or churches or youth groups or that sort of thing. And so, we're really going to try to uh, work together to use the talents that he's given us. Obviously I'm not a rapper, but I feel like the Lord has given me the ability to speak. And um, while Jake can speak, God's given him more of a gifting in music. And so we feel like the way that the Lord um, has gifted us both uh, separately can be combined together to really make an impact on people. And so um when he moves down here, the goal is we're going to try to, among other things, I'm just saying for me and him together, we're going to try to go to some different churches and go to different youth groups and speak and perform there. So uh, if you're listening to this right now and you've been following Jake or you've been following me for a while, we both ask you that y'all would pray that the Lord would show us favor. He's been showing us favor just by this meeting is uh, an example of God showing us favor and what we're doing, yeah. but that God would show us favor to open doors and paths for us to be able to bring what he's given us into and to say and, and do the things that he would have us to do in that space. But um, I know that for me, that's something I'm, I'm pretty excited about to yeah. to get that rolling. Yeah. And just to piggyback off that, I mean, if anyone's sitting here wondering, okay, like, what does that mean? Um, we've talked about a lot of different ideas, man. Um, we're really going to have to sit down and uh, iron it all out, but some kind of combination of like a concert and a, I don't want to call it a sermon. You wouldn't call it a sermon, no, right? It's just more no, of like a, just, just speaking, um, you know, talking to the kids that need to hear what we have to say. Cause I do think we have a different perspective on things. And even me and you specifically, like you have a different perspective than I do. So we'll be able to kind of um, talk to those kids that need to hear what we have to say. And just to get more into detail, um, we even talked about only going to churches with basketball courts. So you can kind of like, you know, connect with kids that way. I feel like kids just need, more relatable uh christian men to like they don't some people are gonna hate me when i say this but like a lot of kids don't connect with that old man you know speaking to him up on the pulpit that's just what it is um i was one of those kids and if i, I think if i would have had somebody like me to kind of talk to me i think things could have probably went a different way than yeah. they did early on in my life so yeah i'm excited about it yeah, definitely. No, I, I agree. And I think that's a lot of the reason why I started doing the podcast and stuff like that, because I was trying to find a specific thing 
and I couldn't find it. And I remember I was praying about it and I felt like God was telling me to create it myself. And so like, I think, um, there's a calling on a lot of people that they might not even understand that that's what God's telling them. Um, but, but like, like Jake said, we're trying to, to put forth, um, the message in a way that's relatable to people that otherwise they wouldn't have even given it a shot, you know? Um, because yeah, like you said, I, I know, I know what that's like to, to go to churches as a kid. You're like, man, I hate going to do this or I hate sitting and listening to this guy talk. He's not saying anything that I can, you know, get behind or anything. And not, not saying that the gospel is not powerful, but the way that it's presented sometimes is stale. The way that it's presented sometimes is not exciting or makes anybody want to get behind it at all. And so, um, while we're not coming forth with a new message, it's the same message of Jesus Christ. We're, we're trying to come forth in a way that's fresh and that, um, people could get excited about. And so I think with the way that God's blessed Jake with his music, um, I think people could definitely get excited about it because I feel like Jake, and we've talked about this before, so it's not something that, um, I'm saying just because, you know, what, for any other reason, other than just, just what I feel that the, the gift that God's given Jake is a very unique gift in music. You know, the way that his voice is, the way that, um, he vocalizes things, the way that he articulates the ideas that he has. And so I think, um, moving forward, there's a large amount of kids that need that, the way that you present things and your story and, um, the things that you've gone through that the Lord has pulled you out of. And so I think it's going to be a very meaningful career that you have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, man. I mean, you do the same thing in like the podcasting world, the talking world. I do think, uh, you know, maybe we can get Godbody on there one time. He could bring a different perspective on everything, too. Maybe he'll start going with this, too. I don't know. It's just, you know, kids do need a different avenue. And I look at it from a kid's perspective, and I'm just thinking, you know, what would I be more into sitting down in a chair, listening to a guy speak for 45 minutes or going to play two on two with these dudes and then, you know, listening to some music and hearing what they have to say about Jesus. And like, you know, maybe that doesn't stick with me that day. Maybe in a month I'm thinking about what they said to me, or maybe I went back and I listened to one of the songs that they said, and then it clicks then, you know, like not everything has to click right in that second. Mm -hmm. We've already already talked about too, maybe even handing out free t-shirts and stuff like that um, to kids that need it. Cause there's going to be kids there. Maybe they don't have a hoodie and it's cold outside, you know? So, you know, just that kind of thing. We want to bring that kind of positivity. So, yeah, Yeah, definitely. And I think relating to, especially kids, like when we talk about youth groups, it's going to make them more likely to listen to what you have to say. Like, and I can, I can speak from just a small sample personal experience when I got invited to that youth group um, in November, I think it was. Um, So I, I went to this youth group and before they even go to the classroom or anything, the youth pastor, she makes them food or she'll bring in food and they'll eat with the kids and stuff. They'll let them play basketball or play, you know, four square or flag football or whatever inside the gym before we even go into the classroom. And I remember one of the kids was like, Hey, you play basketball. And she, uh, the youth pastor was like, yeah, he plays basketball. I was like, it's been a while since I played basketball. We'll play. And so, you know, had to go over there and and embarrass them a little bit, but you know, it's, it was one of those things that, um, when you're playing with these kids and you're getting down on their level and you help them to understand, like you're just as valuable in this world as any adult or anybody else. And like the things that you care about have meaning and have value. And you let them know, like you're heard in this moment. 
um, I feel like they're more likely to listen to you when it's time to, okay, let's sit down for a second and talk about a specific thing, you know? And so when we went in the classroom, they were already like attentive to what I had to say, just because I was playing with them for, you know, 25 minutes before um, we even got in there. So, yeah, I think um, that was, that was cool. And I think that was just a God moment to show me, Hey, this is a doorway into, you know what I'm saying? Sharing the gospel. So. Yeah, we talk about all the time how our passions, um, God will find a way to use our passions yeah. for his purpose. And mm-hmm. we talk about this all the time. It's like, what are the chances that, you know, we both be obsessed with basketball and want to go to the, all that stuff. So, you know, God finds a way to use all that stuff. So I'm excited. I'm excited for sure. And there's going to be things that we end up doing that we're not even thinking about right now. So, yeah, you know, he's already put things in our path that we've already done that we haven't seen yet. So I'm excited for sure. I mean, just to just to add to that, when I started doing the lives, I had no idea that it was going to turn into anything really, because like I had known just because the Lord's blessed me to have some different um, CHH guys on, people would just randomly send me their music. And so like, I didn't think anything about it. And I remember one day somebody had sent me their song and asked me my opinion on it. And I just started praying about it. And I'm like, why, what am I supposed to do with this stuff? Cause I've, I've got like 10 songs that people have just sent me, you know, yeah, just because yeah. they saw that I've had miles Minnick on the podcast. And so I'm like, Lord, what is, what, why is this? And then I felt like he was like, you need to use it. And so then I was like, okay, I'm going to start. I, I don't do lives on Instagram, but I think that's where I'm going to go. And then at that time, there, I had no idea that it was going to be anything other than just, we're going to do lives and listen to music and hopefully encourage people. And then that led to Jake having an idea. You want to talk about that a little bit? Because that's really your thing. The Segway Master. You segued yeah. into that nicely. You really are a podcaster. Yeah. <laughs> um, Only took two years. <laughs> um, yeah. So basically, I took your idea and expanded on it because you were already doing the lives. I think, was that the first live that you guys had, or the second live when I put Promised Land in there and I talked to you and Antoine? That was the first. That was the first. Okay, so yeah, I was, was kind of I was there for the first, but yeah, I wasn't fully involved with you guys yet. I don't think, and so it was kind of when you got when I saw that idea. First of all, in my head, I was like, you know, that's pretty cool. Like people aren't out here doing. Well, I mean, people are out here doing this, but I felt like you guys were doing it different, which is something people have said to me. Like I think Nick said that to me. He was like, when I watched you guys, it was just felt different. Like you guys weren't, oh, this is trash or, oh, you need to do this. You need to do that. Like we came with love. We came with positive energy. And I feel like that's what Jesus would have done. Anyways, I saw you guys um, doing that. And so I had done this before in a separate group. We kind of made a playlist and we all started a group message and it didn't work out there, but I liked the concept. So I just came to you with the idea of how about we create a playlist. And I think it started off with well, it started off with me, Danny, Vessel, TJ, Practicing Perfect, God Body. Is that it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so it started out with us. And then from there, we kind of just tested it. And we all saw real results. So I was like, okay, why don't we just, you know, have this become a prize where people can get on this playlist. And then we kind of just, we show them love, they show us love. And um, I think it's had success so far. Um, I will say it, it might... It took off really fast at the beginning and then it kind of stalled out. But I think I think slowly it's going to have an impact just in terms of like an outlet for people to have um, where they can submit music and not just for the lives, but maybe even just submit music to us and we can talk to them about it. And we're, we've talked about expanding the group to where it's more than just um, rappers. It can be engineers, producers, 
uh, stuff like that. We've added, I'm trying to think of who we've added. We've added ATJ. Um, we talked to B Chris about it. I know we're still waiting on his answer, but um, we talked about, uh, we added Antoine in there. We got a couple more producers in there, Dorvion's in there. So yeah, we're just trying to expand on what we're doing. Um, I, I think originally it kind of started out as like, oh, let's create a rap group. And from there it's kind of grown to, why don't we just start a community of networking where people can share testimonies and that's the thing about this group is like it's not just a music group like people are talking on the phone for hours we're talking about doing like a, a bi-weekly i need to get i need to sit down and put this together but we're talking about doing a bi-weekly like zoom call where we can get on and uh whether it's a bible study or just talking about what, what's going on in our lives right now you know everything's not about music that's what brought us together and that's what we talk about for the most part but you know, it's not all about music. If somebody needs to talk about what's going on in their life, they have, you know, 10 different people they can contact. So, yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan of what's going on there. Yeah, it, it, it's so cool to see how it's grown, too, because like you said something about how multiple people have told you, like, it's different, like the lives that we're doing. Yeah. And I've had people say that to me, too, like the way y'all do it is different. And I think I think I don't know that I, I don't think I know the difference is there are people that do specific things and I'm not trying to say this like, Oh, we're doing the right thing. Y'all need to model what we're doing. I'm not saying that at all. And I hope it doesn't come across that way, but I'm saying like, there are people that do specific things for clout or for attention or for reasons that aren't trying to encourage people or point people to Christ or doing these other things. I, I didn't, whenever I started doing these lives and I don't, and Actually, I know because the first person that I asked to do it with me was Antoine. He didn't like have any anything inside of him where he's like, I need to do something to get more attention through lives. You know what I'm saying? So like this isn't this is coming from a space of we didn't seek out to do this. Like God placed this on our in our hands to do like, hey, do this. And I was like, I don't even want to do anything like that. You know what I'm saying? So it's just it's just one of those things that. Um, there is a difference. And I think you can feel the spirit is different when somebody is doing it from a place of following what God is telling them to do versus I'm just doing it because I'm trying to get people to look at the stuff that I'm doing. And and I've, yeah. and I've seen several people since we've started doing it, try to do it. And, um, I, you know, I'm not saying they're copying us, but I'm saying I never saw them do it until they saw what we were doing. So it's, it, it is interesting to see. Um, I think it's just further proof like that when you're doing something, especially that God uh, has put in your lap, there's going to be people that see it and try to emulate it. Yeah. Uh, but me and Jake were talking about this the other day, and this is for anybody too, that's listening right now. Like the, the, the anointing that God has on your life, um, people can try to duplicate it, but they'll never be able to do in that space, which only you can do because God has put you in that space and anointed you in that way. So people can try to duplicate it, but it'll never be all that it was supposed to be for you in that area. Like, does that make sense? And if I'm wording that right, but yeah, like I can't um, do what you do. You can't do what I do. God body can't do what yeah. I do, but I can't make beats like he can, you know, I can't speak like Antoine mm -hmm. can, I can't, you know, there's so many different yeah. things. So, but we all have those different giftings and we all use them in different ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So yeah, the UCHH group has been dope. If y'all don't um, follow that playlist, I think there's actually an Instagram page too, right? Yeah, so um yeah, we're gonna try to get that going. It's created but it hasn't really been used yet. I followed most of the guys on there, but 
Um, yeah. I want to kind of try to turn it into some kind of promotion page where it's used as a way for people to find new Christian artists that they haven't heard yet. And I want to, I want it to be more than just, oh, if you're in the group, only the people in the group get to, you know, be on the page. I don't want it to be that. Um, something kind of along the lines of proper Excel, but not really. Um, yeah. We want to have our, we already have our own playlist. So something where people can submit to be on the playlist for however long kind of thing, you know, I think it could be something beneficial to everybody for sure. And the heart behind it is definitely, you know, um, I hear people talk all the time about like heart posture. And I think um, the heart posture behind this group, I'm not saying that it, it will, it won't ever change or it couldn't change, but like everybody that's a part of this, like their heart is genuinely like, I'm trying to promote positivity. I'm trying to, inspire people i'm trying to encourage people and um, that's why i think that we've seen the success in it that we have and why people want to be a part of it and um, so i just thank god for giving us like a you know a chance to be able to give people hope because i'm sure you've had people tell you that you know i was getting ready to quit and then i met you you know what i'm saying yeah i've had more than more than one more than a few (laughs) i was one of those people yeah before i met everybody with uh you know, when I got back into CHH, I mean, I've said the story so many times. I met you and God Body, and then I met Danny, and then I met this person and that person, and now I know like thirty people. And you know, I was at a point where I was gonna quit. So, you know, just kind of giving people that community they need is what we're after here because there's a lot of people out there trying to do it on our own, on their own, and I don't think that's what God wants for us. Actually, I know that's not what God wants for us. So just trying to give people that outlet they can have to connect with other um, Christian hip hop artists. And, you know, we go through, it's not like a thing where we just add whoever um, I've spoken about this before. We, we try to make sure that the people involved are on the same page as us. We pretty much go through a whole process with them. Uh, we make sure that they like what we got going on. We like what they got going on. It's not just a, you know, Oh, I like this dude out into the group, you know, we yeah. spend a couple of weeks with the people. So, yeah, yeah, I think it's good for sure. I agree. And I think it's very important to do this kind of things because um, we, we actually had this conversation the other day, but it just reminded me of it when you said that. Like, um, when you look at the story of Joseph, like, uh, he, Joseph was, scripture tells us that he, his brothers, like, could not say anything kind to him. They could not speak peaceably of him or anything like that because they hated him so much because he was the favorite. But yet, he was still telling him, telling, telling his brothers his dreams. And so like, you really have to be careful who you think your brothers are and who you're revealing specific things through to. Um, and that's why we go through like this process before we bring people in, because, um, just because you have talent doesn't mean that you can't, uh, bring across issues that don't need to, don't even need to be brought upon. Um, you know, and so, yeah, that I, won't, I won't say names. You know, we've had a couple no. people come across that it's like, you know, yeah, you got talent, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you know, don't, yeah, I don't so, know where your heart's at. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. For sure. We definitely try to do our due diligence. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So 2024, what what kind of impact you've kind of spoken on it a little bit, but like ultimately, if you if somebody were just to ask you what kind of impact are you trying to make through music? just You could or you don't it doesn't have to be limited to this year. It could either be, I'll let you choose. You could either say just specifically this year or like in general, once everything's all said and done. No, I'll say that in general, when it's all said and done, what kind of impact are you trying to make in music? 
put you on the spot. I'm going to say it loud and clear. I'm going to get real close to the mic. I want to be bigger than the crowd. There it is. I want to be the greatest Christian rapper of all time. Yeah. People are going to be like, what did that man just say? Like, <laughs> no, you got to dream big, you know? I don't think God wants us to dream small. So, yeah, man, I plan to, I want to take this, I want to take it worldwide. And I don't say that from a place of selfish ambition. Like, I want to touch the world however God needs me to. And, you know, I won't speak too much on this, but um, I just feel like I need to say it in the moment. Is like, my wife got a letter yesterday. My wife talks to God through letters, and she's not going to be upset that I said this, but in in the letter, he said, like, if you choose the correct path, I will bless, I will bless you and your husband, basically. Um, and I don't take that lightly because it's not like, oh, I want to be big and I want to make music and I want to do this. Like, no, I want to do what God has for me, and I know what God has promised me, and that's that's basically what he's promised me so um but i can't get to a point where i'm making decisions based on what i want to do because that's when you really lose your way that's when you become ecclesiastes you know that's when you start going through those dark areas of depression and i don't need any of that man i'm i'm here to do what god wants me to do and uh somebody could say i'm crazy or this and that but i don't really care you know i feel like that's what god's placed on my heart and that's just what it is. Um, I want to reach millions of people and I want to reach the people who maybe they've, maybe they've been to church. Maybe they've heard about God, but they fell away or maybe they were with God at one point and they fell away. I want to bring those people back and not saying I don't want to touch people who don't know who God is. We need to touch those people too. But I just feel like that's really what's been on my heart lately is the people who kind of, cause there's a lot of them out there like me who, they knew God at one point and they knew who he was. Maybe they knew some Bible stories, but they didn't know who he was on a deep level. They didn't have that connection. And I want to be able to show that to them and talk to them about it. And, you know, I want to go on tour and I want to be able to talk to these people about experiences and how my songs have touched them. I want, I want to be involved. You know, I don't want to just be some dude out there who seems unattainable. I want to be able to converse with people and talk to people and, go on podcasts you know i want to be out there doing stuff so yeah yeah the um yeah because that you know you think about jesus like trying to be christ-like and things like that because um when jesus was here he could have came down as like a king if he wanted to you know but he decided or he chose or it was part of the plan however you want to word it that he was going to come down and be like on on the same level as the people you know he was going to humble himself to be eye level with people that needed him yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like the way, the way that you're talking about, I think um, that is Christ-like um, to try to seek opportunities in, in that way. And um, I wanted to read a scripture just really quick because I've been. I, um, no, I do too. I do too. Okay. No, go ahead. You want to go, go first? You want no, me to? What you, just, what you just said was exactly, did you see the scripture I sent you last night? Uh, me and, me I and my but, wife were trying to memorize it. Yeah, but I don't remember what it was. It was a Jeremiah. No, so it goes with what you just said and how we need to humble ourselves on a level like Christ did, because it says you must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being, human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. Therefore, God elevated him to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all other names, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven 
and earth and under the sun. And that just reminded me of what you just said, because we have to humble ourselves. Like people get to a point of position where they feel as though they can do no wrong or they feel as though they're above all these other people. And like, no, like I say this all the time to my wife. I don't care. Some people are going to listen to this like this dude is very confident, but I don't care if I got millions of dollars. I don't care what it is. I don't think it's going to change me. I really don't because I know what it's like to not have any money. I know what it's like to not have God. I know what it's like to be broke and not be able to eat. So it's yeah. not, I don't think that's going to change me, man. I really don't. So just being yeah. able to humble yourself like Christ, like that's the ultimate form of humility to be God and come down and just be like, no, nah, I'm, I'm going to go, you know, wander in the wilderness for 40 days with no food, even mm -hmm. though, you know, I could make food appear like this. That's like the ultimate form of humility. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, just to kind of go along with that, because um, I, I came across this scripture I was a little while back. I don't, I don't remember what, why I read this passage. I think I guess just God just led me here. But I was um, I was reading this um, probably about a month or so ago. It's Isaiah chapter sixty, and so there's like three or four verses that I wanted to read really quick because there were several people that as soon as I read it, um, I started praying this passage over them, and. Um, I put it in the, in our group chat, but like, you're one of the ones, I'm not going to say all the names, but I'm just saying you because you're here. And so like, I started praying this and I pray this over you and your family every day. And so first of all, this is Isaiah chapter 60, verse number two at the end, it says, the Lord will arise upon you and his glory will be seen upon you and nations shall come to your light and Kings to the brightness of your rising. And, um, kind of like what we've talked about already, like the, the way that God can use you, the light that can shine through you it's going to bring people to you you know what i'm saying and then when they flock to you or to they come to you or whatever you want to say then in return you say well this is because god put me in this spot you know what i'm saying yeah and so like um specifically this this next verse was really big because um, when i saw it i started praying this over my kids and over your kids your kids to come whatever you want to say Isaiah chapter 61, this is the last, um, well, not the last couple of verses, but toward the middle of the chapter, chapter 61. And it says, um, you shall be called the priest of the Lord. Um, actually, no, verse number five, strangers shall stand and tend your flocks. Foreigners shall be plowmen and vine dressers. So I'm going to stop just a couple of times throughout these because where it says strangers shall stand and tend to your flocks. Uh, whenever I read that, I was like, yeah, people are going to come and take the jobs that we've had to do over the last however many years. You know what I'm saying? The saying strangers are going to come and take care of your flocks. That's how I feel like God's going to allow us to get to a position where other people are going to come and take our jobs because we're promoted to a different level where we're not worrying about the things that we're doing right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then the next verse, it says, you shall be called priest of the Lord. They shall speak of you as the ministers of our God. And so like, um, as I'm saying these things, these are, this is like a way I'm praying over several people like Lord, let me be called a minister. Let me be called a priest of God. Let Jake be called a, uh, a minister and a priest of God. And um, it says, you shall eat of the wealth of the nations and their glory. You shall boast. And then skip down a couple of verses there. The verses in between, I think are important too. And if you're um, I'm just for lack of time, I'm going to skim through it um, specifically over your kids. I've been praying this, um, that their offspring shall be known among the nations and their descendants in the midst of the people. All who see them shall acknowledge them that they are the offspring that the Lord has blessed. And I wrote in my Bible right beside that, like I pray this over my kids that when the Lord blesses us, he already has been, but the, but the way that it's going to go, I feel like if we're led by him, 
that it's so evident that not only has God blessed us, but our kids to the point where people recognize, yo, those are those kids that God blessed in such a way that, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no denying God was behind that. And so, yeah, yeah. so that's Isaiah chapter 61. Those are verses number, the whole thing is, uh, the whole prayer that I've been doing is four through nine. And so if you're listening to this right now, if you want to read the whole passage, that's what it is. But um, yeah, man, I'm just excited about what God's doing. And um, thankful for you, thankful for your family, praying for you guys. And um, that's, I mean, that's all I got. That's all the questions that I had. That's everything that I wanted to touch on. But um, did you have anything else you wanted to, to say? No, I, I mean, I appreciate you praying that. So I'm putting together a prayer list as well. I know I've talked to you about it. Um, that's a big prayer, man. I, no, I appreciate that. Yeah. And and I, and I want to say this too real quick because I know some people can get that confused. I don't believe in prosperity gospel. Um, you know, I don't believe that if you just start praying to God for a, to be a millionaire, God's going to do that. I don't believe in any of those things, but I do believe in praying to ask to be used and praying for opportunity and that there are certain things that you have to have in order to get the bigger opportunities and money and things of that nature. And the things that's talked about here in the scripture can be used as a tool to get to that space. And so, like Jake said, he said he doesn't care if he has a million dollars. It's not going to change him. That's how I feel as well, because everything that I'm trying to do is to grow, to get further impact toward the kingdom. And so um, I know Jake's heart is the same because we've talked about it, you know, time and time again. And so um, I'm not promoting prosperity gospel, but I am promoting in using whatever God gives you as a tool to get, you know, more of a opportunity and more impact for him. But yeah. yeah, and let me just say too, like those big statements I made, I wouldn't be making those if I feel like God wasn't, you know, coaxing right. me to say those things. So um, yeah. I believe in speaking things out. I think if we hold them inside, you know, they're not going to happen. That's just how I feel. So, yeah, you know, I don't speak like that because I came up with that in my own brain, because to be honest with you, the old me would have been a little intimidated by that, you know, but I feel like God has put these things on my heart. So I got to yeah. say them. Yeah, man, definitely. Definitely. Well, um, if that's all you got, I guess we'll get out of here. You good? Yeah, no, I'm good. All right. Well, yeah, so um, y'all, if y'all would be praying for Jake, keep him covered in prayer because with a calling this big, um, obviously focus has to be behind it and um, intentionality and everything that he does. But um, just ultimately, too, to understand the um, who's leading what you're doing. And so, y'all would just keep him in prayer um, in those areas and so in his family and all that but um yeah thank you guys for tuning in jake thanks for for uh, hanging out with us today yeah thanks and, for having uh, me yeah man won't be the last time won't be the last time so that's all we got for y'all y'all have a great week god bless y'all